Hi, YouTubers and Watchavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little about shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on, hang on. Boy, that's a great, great cup of coffee. Two weeks in a row. Lavaza, thanks again to Alex Lopez. This is fabulous, fabulous coffee, and it deserved a revisit uh, uh, a week after we introduced it. Really, really terrific. Uh, love this stuff. Lavaza, right there. Check it out. Really nice, nice, bold flavor. Dark roast, 100%. Arabica, finely ground, just absolutely terrific. So I really, really enjoyed this coffee. And it is just really, uh, just a great cup of coffee. So just wanted to give uh, give that a go again this week. And thanks again to viewer Alex Lopez for sending it along. Really is very, very good. And my mug, hang on. Great cup of coffee. My mug, I haven't used this one in a while. This is my National Cartoonist Society mug. Yeah, founded in 1946. There's the logo right there. Yeah, NCS, that's the Inkwell and Pen and Brush logo. Yeah, yeah, I've had this thing forever. I hope that they uh, are selling uh, some new coffee mugs. I gotta check their website and see if they're uh, selling some uh, new coffee mugs. I'll link to their website too, where you can visit all the, all the great cartoonists uh, of the uh, National Cartoonist Society up there. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Hang on one minute. Fantastic. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. Did you have a shave this morning? You know, I should really tell you uh, every once in a while what I use before cameras rolled. I will this uh, this this time around. Uh, I use the uh, Carve Overlander <laughs> with a Platinum Strangelet uh, blade from Phoenix Shaving. Wow, this is a fabulous, fabulous razor. Thank you again, Fernie Beck. Wow, very generous, terrific, terrific razor. Solid brass, precisely machined, CNC machined, absolutely beautiful, mild, efficient. Uh, you know, the base plate and the cap fit together like a hand and glove. This really is a fabulous, fabulous razor, and I love the, uh, the handle. It just has that old, it has that kind of like old vintage kind of vibe going on. Yeah, Lifetime Razor right there. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, uh, don't forget the stand. Uh, that is also a really nice, nice touch. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic razor. And the shave soap we used this morning, uh, Tokyo Rose from uh, Phoenix Shaving. Yeah, I don't have it fully capped. You can see I used it. I don't have it fully capped because I want it to dry out because I did a face lather. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a marvelous, marvelous scent. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, it's uh, CK6. Right there. Yeah, so check those out. Check them out and also the aftershave and cologne right there. Boy, really, it's a fantastic scent. Uh, I've reviewed it already and I've used it also. Did I, did I use it in another video? I may have used it in another video. I can't remember. I Well, I used it this morning, so <laughs> you, know it's, you know it's good. It really is very, very good. Uh, so I like it a lot. So um, yeah, great, great shave. Hope you had a great shave. Hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We've got a great show. We've got a brand new segment that we're debuting. Thanks to John Meyer. It was inspired by viewer Charles K. We'll get to all that. I'm really excited about that. But uh, before we get to that, let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip.
Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Stephen Garnett. And uh, boy, he's got a, a bunch of stuff crammed into this uh, shaving tip. So uh, <laughs> really, really exciting to share this one. Uh, he writes, first is a product suggestion. If you like using witch hazel or maybe thinking about trying it for your post-shave, then I suggest trying Quinn's Witch Hazel. I have both the pink grapefruit with orange rind and the cucumber mint. They both have a wonderful scent and will leave your skin feeling smooth, far more superior to Thayer's in my opinion. So my tip is, after you shave and put on your Quinn's and aftershave, try using some talcum powder. It cools and softens the skin after a shave, helps prevent rashes and bumps while soothing irritation and leaving your skin feeling silky smooth. And if you live in a high humidity climate as I do, it will help absorb moisture and oils from your skin to help keep skin dry. I sprinkle some Clubman Pinot on my Yaki Synthetic to apply it to my face and neck. Love that old school barber smell Clubman provides. On a side note, if you have problems with chafing, you can rub some between your thighs. Hope this will be helpful for someone. Thanks, Mark, and stay blessed. Your friend, Steve. Hey, Steve, thanks very much for this tip. I, uh, I'm i intrigued now. I've never used talc post-shave, but uh, I, I suspect that a lot of wet shavers in the viewing audience really use talc uh, uh, to wrap up their shave. Uh, and if you do, comment below and let us know. But Clubman Pinot uh, is a very good talc, uh, from what I understand, and I will link to the product. I also went up to Phoenix Shaving, and they have uh, some talc up there, too. As a matter of fact, the one I came across was Diver Down Aftershave Talc. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love this. This was their homage to uh, Seaforth Spiced. Uh, fantastic, fantastic scent. So their talc... Uh, has this scent and is also a little bit mentholated too. So it gives you a little extra cooling there also. I'm not sure if the Pinot Club and Talc is mentholated or not. But yeah, another another great option. So you might want to visit Phoenix Shaving and see what they also have in various talcs. Uh, the nice thing about the talc uh, in Diver Down, not only can I use it for Diver Down, but I can also use it for the uh, Spearhead Seaforth Spice because both of these are the an homage to the uh, Seaforth Spiced scent. A uh, couple of different approaches, but yeah, they're, they're similar in some ways. As I've, all, as I've often said, this one comes right up to you and shakes your hand and says, how you doing? And this one kind of comes from behind, taps you on the shoulder and says, hello. That's kind of the difference between the two of them. Both very, very good. Both make great lathers. This one is CK6. So there you go uh, for your post-shave talc. Yeah, something I have never used. And also the tip about sprinkling into your shaving brush and applying it that way. Yeah, another kind of tip within a tip. Thanks very much for that, Steve. Really do appreciate it. I told you, it was just kind of, you got like three different tips within this main tip. So that's absolutely great. So Steve, to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George Sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Monday mailbag at gmail.com and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just email me a shaving tip. Email that tip to Monday mailbag at gmail.com, Monday mailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip segment, 
you too will get an original signed George sketch. So thanks again for the uh, shaving tip this morning, Stephen. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, we have an extra shaving tip this morning from viewer Stan Chapman. And he writes, hey, Mark, still enjoy watching your videos, especially Monday morning mailbag for the new product section and other viewers' ideas and suggestions. Of course, your opinion also counts. He's got a smiley after that. <laughs> well, thanks very much uh, for that, Stan. Really appreciate it. And allow me to say, again, this channel, this program, uh, is all due to the viewers' contributions. The viewers make this show. They make this channel. Uh, they offer and contribute some great, great content and suggestions and recommendations. So thank you all again very, very much for uh, participating and for sending in such great, great content. I really do appreciate it. So thank you. Absolutely, the viewers make this channel. They make this show. The best viewers uh, on YouTube. Absolutely. Uh, he continues, have heard you talk about the PAA alum block with rubber band many times. Well, that would be this one right here. Phoenix shaving alum block, the no slip grip and the dry dock system. Uh, it's a good idea, but I don't have one, nor does my produce come with those rubber bands you have shown. You know what? Interesting you should mention that because viewer Charlie Wise also said that his produce in his neck of the wood his neck of the woods does not come wrapped with those rubber bands. Now, I got some of those rubber bands from viewer Mike H. Thank you again, Mike. And here is one right here. And I've got it around this uh, Ozma alum block, and it works very, very well. And, of course, it's uh, a smaller band, and it just seems to fit on here very, very nicely, where the band from the Phoenix shaving alum block would be probably a little too large. Of course, you can see the, the difference in size between these two blocks which is why I prefer the Phoenix Shaving Elm Block because this has more surface area and more coverage, which is what I like. Uh, although, you know, this is very, very good too. So um, he continues. Um, okay, uh, however, the oh, he says here, um, nor does my produce come with those other rubber bands you have shown. However, the attached picture does show what I do with just a common office rubber band we all have or can find easily. For reference, the block measures two and a half inches long, one and a half inches wide, and seven eighths of an inch deep. I keep it in one of those plastic bowls, and the purple you see under the block is a small perforated piece of plastic similar to the dry dock system PAA has. When the block wears down to about one inch, I then move the rubber band to the new narrow end and keep using the Allen block. Wish I had taken a picture of my last Allen block before I threw it away as it was about the size of an almond. Uh, also, rubber bands can be used on stick razor handles if you don't want to use alum. Oh, I'm sorry, not stick, slick. Also, rubber bands can be used on slick razor handles if you don't want to use alum. I also saw a picture of a guy who used electrical shrink wrap on his razor handle for a better grip. You know the old saying, Poor boys have poor ways. Uh, Stan Chapman. P.S. I already have a George sketch, so don't need another one. Thanks. Well, thank you very much for that extra shaving tip, Stan. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, just a common, ordinary uh, office rubber band like this. You can buy a bag of these. Uh, I'll link to a bag. As a matter of fact, I was looking at these uh, just recently. 
uh, up on Amazon, anywhere from 6 to $10, depending on the make and the number of uh, rubber bands in the bag, that sort of thing. So I'll link to one of those if you're interested in, in Stan's method of uh, using this kind of rubber band on an Allen block. Thanks very much for that extra shaving tip, Stan. Really, really do appreciate it, and thank you for the kind words. Thank you so much. Okay, we got some shaved end photos this week. Uh, this comes from Vincent C. Hi, Mark. Uh, I'd like to share a little something I made with scraps of walnut, maple, and African blackwood for my shaved den. I had these scraps of wood because during the pandemic, I took up woodworking as a hobby. It took about an hour to make, even with my shoddy carpentry skills. I had been wondering if I could create something useful in displaying my brushes and most used razors. It turned out minimalistic, however. I was inspired to take on the task a few Monday morning mailbags ago when another viewer made a shelf out of an old wooden crate. Apologies for not remembering the mentioned viewer's name. I think that was Tim Whitkip, if I recall. Uh, I happened to see in my notes uh, a couple of uh, projects that Tim did with some crating that he purchased or had laying around. Uh, so I think it was Tim Whitcup. If I'm incorrect on that, and the viewer remembers something else, please comment below and let us know. But that is really wonderful, minimalistic carpentry skills. That's beautiful. That's absolutely gorgeous. Thanks for sending along the pictures. <laughs> that is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for sending that along, Vincent. Absolutely terrific. Uh, George Haven uh, sent along some pictures of his shaving den. And he says, hi, Mark. I promised to show some shaved end pictures after I got the shave tip drawing framed. Thanks again. Uh, wow, thank you very much for framing it up, uh, George. I really do appreciate it. It's very, very nice of you. I'm very flattered. Thank you so much. Uh, the picture under the bathroom sink stores a lot of soaps, aftershaves, and balms. I purchased an ATB two-tier expandable adjustable under sink shelf storage unit and for the bookcase photo, I use an M-Design adjustable, expandable, clear plastic spice rack. I like that one. That one looks really neat. The white plastic bins under the bathroom sink are from IKEA. Uh, congratulations again on 8,000 subscribers. Uh, let's get you to 10,000. Hey, thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. Thanks again for all you do for our wet shaving community. And oh, by the way, I'll be 75 in a few months. Yeah, old guys, George Haven, hey, hey, happy birthday to you. Really wishing you a happy, happy 75. Good for you. Let us know when it's coming in a couple of months. Is that what you said? Uh, I'll be 75 in a few months. Yeah, hey, let us know when that rolls around, George. Really do, uh, really do wish you a happy early birthday. So thanks again for the, the Shave Den photos to uh, George and Vincent. Uh, the shaved den photos from George and Vincent. Really, really do appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks so much. Well, uh, George mentioned the 8,000 subscribers, and uh, this Friday is a deadline for the giveaway. So uh, I'll link the video, get up there, take a look at the video, subscribe to the channel, comment below the video, and you'll be entered. Again, the, uh, the contest is open to everybody worldwide. It doesn't matter where you live, you can enter. Uh, if you win, we will ship the prize to you, provided you have a legitimate address that delivery services can get to. 
Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure you do. I mean, I'm sure, you know, come on, who doesn't have a, <laughs> if you got a legitimate address, you'll get there. Don't worry. If you're getting mail, this will get to you as well as what I'm saying. So it doesn't matter where you are, uh, around the world. Uh, you know what? It's open to everybody around the world is what I'm saying. So, uh, really I'll link it below. Please get up there. This Friday is the deadline sometime on Friday, depending on when I, uh, get everything when I clear the deck and sit down and actually pick the winning name. So it could be at six o'clock in the evening, eight o'clock in the evening, could be 11 o'clock in the evening, depending on, uh, <laughs> on, on how my schedule is. But uh, Friday is the deadline. So make sure you get up there before Friday uh, to, uh, to enter. Just look at the video, uh, subscribe to the channel, and comment below that video. All right. There's your uh, 8,000 subscriber giveaway video uh, update. George, thanks very much for uh, jogging my memory about that. I really do appreciate it. Also, another quick reminder about the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup on Saturday, October 15th from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in Columbus, Ohio. I'll have a link to where you can get tickets and all the details. So I just wanted to give you that update as well. Okay, as promised, new segment time. Yeah, now this was inspired by viewer Charles K. As uh, you may recall in a previous Monday morning mailbag, he sent in a picture of a shaving brush that he inherited from his late brother-in-law. And he didn't know the make, he didn't know what year it was from, although he kind of had a ballpark estimate as to when it, when it was, may have been made, 1950s, 1960s, that sort of thing. But he submitted the photo and uh, asked me to uh, feature it on Monday Morning Mailbag to see if anybody in the audience could help identify the brush. Well, viewer John Meyer suggested, hey, how about having a segment from time to time where viewers can send in photos of their shaving gear that they cannot identify, and then maybe the viewers in the audience can help identify it. And I thought, wow, that's an absolutely great idea. So uh, we are kicking it off right now this week, a brand new segment, and we're calling it, What in the World Is This? Okay, did you like that opening? I really had a lot of fun putting it together and uh, hope it was eye-catching and inspiring and I uh, hope it uh, kind of engaged you in looking forward to this segment. Uh, actually, we're kicking off the segment from something from John Meyer himself. So thanks very much for contributing the kickoff to this segment, John. Well, technically, this is the second submission. The first one is really uh, from uh, Charles K., who inspired this segment. But this is the first submission with the... Uh, the logo and the graphics and that sort of thing. So anyhow, John writes, thanks for considering my suggestion for the Monday morning mailbag. I have a razor that I purchased from Etsy. It looked like a Gillette razor, but it has no markings on it. From what I was told, many of the foreign Gillette plants often did this. I bought it from a seller in Bulgaria. It is very good shaving razor, much like a Gillette red tip flare razor of the mid 50s. With the tremendous audience that you have, surely someone recognizes it. Thanks, John Meyer. 
He also mentioned that there is another razor, a similar razor, one that looks like his, that is also for sale on Etsy from the same seller. That seller, that seller is Outlived Memories on Etsy. I will link to that razor. Hopefully by the time this airs, it'll still be available so you can kind of get a look at it. Maybe you can even, maybe if you, uh, maybe even consider purchasing that sort of thing. So uh, here's the photo of the, uh, of the razor. It looks like a, a Gillette razor of some kind. If you have any information or can help John identify it, please comment below and let us know. And if you also have a, uh, a razor or a brush or a piece of shaving gear that you would like uh, help in identifying, please just send those pictures and a little background information to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and we'll, we'll use it in the what in the world is this segment. Thanks again for a great idea, John. Thank you again to Charles K. for kind of kicking it off. Really do appreciate it, gentlemen. What do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Okay, I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Boy, oh boy, we've had a great show so far, haven't we? A lot of great stuff. So thanks to everyone who's contributed thus far. Thank you so very, very much. Got some great topics in this morning's refill. We're going to kick it off with something from BriBri57 who writes, Mark, once again, a great M3B. <laughs> I like the shorthand for that. Monday morning mailbag. Uh, love the idea on how to dry a Rex razor. Currently, my Rex ambassador hangs from a stand. After each shave, I remove the blade, clean and dry the razor, and replace the top cap slightly offset to ensure a complete air dry. After seeing your video, I might just pull the trigger on a Rex stand. Have a great day, sir. Well, this was the tip that Jimmy V Photography offered us because he has the Ambassador Razor, he has the Council, the Council XL, and the Council, regular, regular Council. Uh, and of course, it, these are two-piece razors. Uh, and uh, his suggestion was, uh, do not tighten down the, uh, the, ra the, the, the cap to the base plate. Just, uh, just let that sit in there loosely like that, okay? Just I'll show it to you again. And then, get the stand and just set that on the stand and it pops the head up like that so that it, it'll air dry. How about that? That's a fantastic, fantastic tip. So thank you again, Jimmy V. Uh, two weeks in a row. Yeah, a very, very good, good tip. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, for the ambassador and the council, and someone also mentioned to me that I was mis mispronouncing the uh, the name of this razor, the slant adjustable razor. I was saying council. I was emphasizing the S-U-L. My apologies, it's council. So um, I have to remember to pronounce it that way. But yeah, fantastic, fantastic tip from Jimmy V. And I got to be really careful holding that stand over my keyboard because this thing is really, really uh, very heavy. It is very, very solid. It's a wonderful, wonderful stand for the council and ambassador razor, no doubt. And also the, uh, the Rex Envoy, I, I assume, will, will work with that as well. Uh, I believe it does. I used it, and it, it works works really, really well. Uh, so thanks again for that, Bri Bri 57 Steve Garnett, uh, 
said, I bought two gold dollar straight razors, about four bucks uh, with shipping was only $18. This is in reference to Frank's shaving clearance that Rodney Ripplinger uh, alerted us to. So thanks again, Rodney, for that. Uh, and as I say, I think I uh, put out the word a little too late. Uh, there were a lot of shaving brushes for sale, and I think that maybe by the time the show aired, the shaving brushes were sold out, but there were other items there on clearance, and uh, Steve happened to get a couple of straight razors at a very, very good price. And he continues, thanks for the intel, Rodney. Uh, brushes were sold out. We appreciate you too, buddy. Absolutely. Rodney, thank you very, very much again for the heads up on this and all the other great stuff that you've uh, contributed to the show. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, he goes on to say, I really enjoy the Monday morning mailbag. Always great content, segmented out nicely, and most importantly, a great host and personality. <laughs> Thanks very much. That's very nice. But again, viewers make this show. Absolutely. Viewers like Rodney and uh, Mark Bagwell and Beth Jones and uh, so many, Fernie Back and so many others. I mean, uh, Alex Lopez, you know, thank you again, Alex. I mean, just really, really, it's those great, great viewers. I just, I'm Tim Whitcup. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to uh, recognize uh, all of them uh, you know, down the road somehow. I'm going to work on that. Um, and he says, uh, keep up the good work, Mark, and stay blessed, my friend. Thanks very much for that, Steve. Really do appreciate that. Ken Frederick uh, checked in. He said, great show, Mark. Lavaza Coffee, right there. Lavaza Coffee is an old favorite of mine. Try their Tierra Organic, a medium roast, whole bean, and the Gran Selezion ground, which is a dark roast. Both are great. Cheers. Well, yeah, that's the reason why. That's another reason why I'm using Lavazza this week because of Ken's comment. And I thought, yeah, his comment, I should use the coffee again and hold it up so everyone becomes a little more familiar with it. I've never heard of it. Alex Lopez sent it in. Thank you again, Alex. Really do appreciate it. And it is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. Fantastic. So thanks very much for that, Ken. Really do appreciate it. Hey, Jimmy V checked in. Hi, Mark. I'm the one who said, uh, I'm the one who said that about the alum block makes everything tacky except itself. It does make my fingers tacky when grabbing anything else, like skin or a razor, but the block itself seems to be immune from its own stickiness. Yeah, I was wondering who mentioned that, that an alum block uh, makes everything sticky except itself, which is why we put the rubber band uh, around around the edges to kind of keep everything in place. So it was Jimmy V who mentioned that. Uh, thanks very much for identifying yourself on that, Jimmy. It really is a really kind of a it's a it's a kind of a uh, it's a, nice, a neat it's a neat observation is what I'm trying to say. A really neat observation. A little bit of irony there, isn't that? I mean, it makes everything sticky except itself. It slips out of your hand, which is why we need the band there. So yeah, <laughs> thanks very much. Uh, Thanks very much for uh, uh, contributing that, Jimmy, and letting us know that uh, you were the one who mentioned that. Really do appreciate it. Um, Del Toro Fernando wrote, Hi, Mark. My experience with the Allen Block is that it excessively dries the skin and causes skin irritation. I also only use it to treat nicks and weepers. I don't use it to check my shaves anymore. Uh, again, you know, uh, an Allen Block is a your mileage may vary kind of thing. It was a game changer for me. And if you see my shave reviews, I run it under cold water, I apply it, I leave it on, I show you my shaving brush, show you the lather, and after about 30 or 40 seconds, then I hit my face with some aftershave splash, and I am none worse for the wear. 
Your mileage may vary. Your skin might react a little differently. It might dry out a little more excessive. It might dry out a little more. I understand that. But if it works for you, uh, just to take care of nicks and weepers, hey, that's that that's fine. Also, as another viewer one who uh, as another viewer once said, your face, your rules. Whatever works for you, just go with that. So uh, I really do appreciate you contributing that though, because uh, you know what? It's you know it'll it'll be a um, a tip to others out there who are thinking about using an Allen block. So you might want to try it uh, both ways or three different ways. Apply it, leave it on, uh, hit some aftershave splash, see how that works. Apply it, rinse it off, apply your aftershave splash, or just use it for spot treatment. So uh, there are three different approaches you can use. So uh, Del Toro Fernando, thank you very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Andrew Hill checked in. Uh, very enjoyable Monday morning mailbag. In regards to Sir Hair Soap, yeah, we talked about Sir Hair Soap last week. It was one of the first I purchased when I got into wet shaving. Very nice soap, very slick, and I enjoyed, as always, all the suggestions that are talked about. Have a great week. Uh, thanks very much for confirming Sir Hair Soap, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. Jamie Horn also commented on Sir Hair, and he said... Yes, Sir Hair is a grand shaving soap. I have loved it about two years now. Thanks very much for that, Jamie. Another vote for Sir Hair shaving soap. I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> I'm going to have to try it. I'm going to wait for some Amazon points and then put it in my cart and then try it out and review it. I have some other soaps that I uh, also have to review. Uh, and uh, you know what? That one will be in line uh, for the reviews. Uh, again, Great content and great suggestions from all the viewers out there. Thank you very much, folks. Really do appreciate it. T-Man2217 wrote, um, You are correct, sir. I did mean Barbasol1919. Well, in his comment in a previous Monday morning mailbag, he was talking about different shave creams uh, for pre-shaves and for shaving, and he mentioned uh, the Gillette. I think he said Gillette1919. Well, it was Barbasol1919. Guess I was thinking Gillette for some reason. Anyways, thanks for the shout out and for fixing my little mix up. Great show this morning, covered a lot of good stuff. I have been wondering though, which razor do you prefer, the Blackland Era or the Ascension from Phoenix Shaving? I ask this because I have yet to try the Era, though it's on my list, but I have been using my Ascension a lot lately and that is a darn good razor. Uh, you know what? Uh, both of them are really, really very, very good. Although I think the era with the number four plate has really uh, opened up uh, more possibilities for the use of this razor for me. The number three plate was mild uh, and required a more of a finesse shave. And I enjoyed that shave. It was three passes and a touch up with the number three plate. And uh, again, I enjoyed it. You know, you just kind of just kind of get in there. You know, you lather up and, and you're just really kind of just taking your time and just kind of, uh, uh, you know, using the mild quality of the razor to your advantage. Uh, and it really did a great job. The number four plate really upped the efficiency of it to where it falls in the category of a lot of my other razors where I could do two passes, uh, maybe three passes very, very comfortably, and I'm done. Whereas the number three plate uh, for the era, again, was a little more involved, uh, a little more finesse a little more paying a little more attention to the shave and frankly that's great for sunday mornings especially when you want to stay on the very mild side number three plate on the blackland era will give me that kind of shave the ascension razor 
I love this razor. I love the twist adjustability of it. I have the three, three, three versions of this, the, um, the uh, copper, the stainless steel, and the, uh, the original standard, uh, which is a stainless steel handle and a zinc-plated uh, head. Uh, boy, I love these razors. I love the twist adjustability of it. I love being able just to open it up, twist it open a little bit, and then open up that blade gap to increase the efficiency of it. Love the double open comb. Love everything about this. I especially like the copper version because you can heat this under some hot, hot water and then just give it a quick swirl in the warm water of the sink. And now you've got a heated razor and it, 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 it will give you a warm shave. So not only will you have a nice warm lather if you're, say, using a scuttle, give you a warm lather, now you have a really, really nice heated razor to uh, shave with. Love that. Lo absolutely love that. Conversely, uh, I hope that's the right word, conversely, uh, on the opposite end uh, is the, uh, the fact that because it's copper, when you uh, run this under some cold, cold water, it really cools down. So if you're doing a cold razor shave, boy, this is the one to use for a cold razor shave. That copper just uh, cools down immensely. So uh, that's also a wonderful, wonderful uh, shave as well. So you have both qualities there uh, for a heated razor and a very, very cold razor. So I like it a lot. I like the twist adjustability. I like them both, but I think the number four plate has really, um, has really opened up the razor to me to where I'll be using it more with the number four plate. Really like it. I like the design. I like the weight. I like the heft. I like the handle. I like the, uh, the fact that it's uh, uh, 3D printed stainless steel and CNC machined. Absolutely amazing technology. And it came in at a really, really nice price point as well. And thank you very much to a viewer, Alex Lopez, again, for sending the coffee and sending the number four plate. Alex, thanks very much. Again, uh, it has kind of reintroduced the razor to me so that I now want to now I want to get a, a number three open comb plate, uh, possibly a number five plate, uh, that sort of thing, and see how, and maybe a number, maybe a number four open comb plate, and see how those shaves go. Uh, again, terrific, terrific razor. Love the system. Uh, love all the available plates that they have for it. And again, a really, really nice price point. Difficult to compare the two to say, you know, one is better than the other because this is twist adjustable and this is throwing on different plates, much like the Rockwell 6S. Uh, both great, great razors. Absolutely great. So, uh, yeah, uh, very, 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 very nice razors. Like them both. Really do. Love them both. Robert Fagan checked in. Hi, Mark. Fantastic Monday morning mailbag as usual. Just a thought in regards to the Omega alum stick. Maybe when I'm putting it under the cold tap, I should be holding it down so less water goes into the base, which could be what causes it to get smaller a lot faster than usual for me. Uh, I was just holding it under the cold running water. Uh, and then he goes on to say, uh, hopefully you can see in the attached photo uh, that this is what I mean when I say it has sharp, jagged edges. Best regards, Robert Fagan. Yeah, Robert was talking about the uh, Omega alum stick here and, uh, you know, wearing down more, much more quickly. So he's trying to think about maybe his use is causing that. I'm not sure. Uh, I use this, uh, you know, for weekend getaways. I'm not using it regularly or as regularly as you might be using it. However, a couple of things right here. I just noticed I had some kind of a buildup right here. See that buildup right there on the base? I'm holding it upside down so you can see it in the lighting. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know. Did, 
you, does yours happen to have that? I'm not sure. That just might be a little bit of remnant that uh, maybe we'll just slough off. Uh, I'm not sure about that. But uh, the other good thing is, is that you don't need a rubber band. I mean, you just hold it by the base here and you can run it around. Uh, the one, uh, I don't know if it's a downsize, but of course the tip uh, doesn't give you the surface area that say uh, a regular Allen block will give you. Uh, so eh, you're going to have to, you know, kind of um, run it around your face a little more than say a larger Allen block. But um, as we've heard, some viewers like uh, will not use an Allen block completely, but they will use it for uh, pinpointing uh, little nicks, little weepers, that sort of thing. Uh, so this might be more effective in that you can pinpoint that just with the uh, with the tip of this. So that's kind of a big plus there too. So if you're someone who wants to use an, uh, an Allen block just to pinpoint a weeper or a micro nick or a small nick, hey, consider the... Um, the Omega alum stick right here. And of course, it's great for travel because it's got this great lid right here that screws on. So yeah, I like this a lot as, a, as an alum product. I'll have a link to this as well below. So Robert, thanks very much for the photo and thanks very much for the comment. And uh, you know what? We'll put it out to the viewers. Maybe some of the viewers can offer some suggestions about that too. Uh, Gary Lewis wrote, a great review, Mark. I got to beta test this razor. He's talking about the console razor. He got to beta test this razor right here. Um, it is an engineering marvel and shaves like a dream. I agree. I'm going to go ahead and close this up so it doesn't rattle around. Uh, it's blade neutral, which I really like. The ambassador and envoy were a little too blade forward for me, but they changed the head geometry on this to make it neutral. Uh, but the slant adds the efficiency back in without the harshness of the blade feel. It is such a great razor, in my humble opinion. Matt and the crew at Razor Emporium uh, hit this one out of the park. Always enjoy your videos and reviews. Gary, I agree with you 100%. This is an absolute home run. Love this razor. Love, love, love this razor. Uh, I, I can't say enough good things about it. I just did a comparison review of this razor uh, versus the T2, the Rockwell T2. Uh, boy, this razor, really, really very, very smooth. I won't give you, a, you know, I should say, you know, no spoilers here. Let's let me say, this is really, really a smooth, smooth razor. Uh, slants really kind of changed the game. If you've not used the slant, uh, check out the Parker Semi-Slant. Check out the Icon X3. It's a very mild yet efficient slant. Boy, is that a great slant. And I know that um, Mercur and Mula, I believe, both make slants. I think um, if I'm wrong, please correct me below. Uh, but uh, yeah, slants are really, really great. And again, I love the Parker uh, Semi-Slant and the Icon X3. Those are the other slants that I have in my razor collection. But uh, an adjustable slant, one of a kind, the only one in the world made in the USA uh, by Rex Supply Company. Kudos to Matt Pisarsik and his crew for really delivering a wonderful, wonderful uh, lifetime adjustable razor. Marine grade stainless steel is what it's made from. Absolutely, fan absolutely fantastic. Really, just really a great razor. And I'm trying to edit the uh, comparison 
review between those two razors, and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll get that uh, done. Hopefully this week, if not this week, next week, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that was interesting, and that also was uh, suggested by viewers. So thank you very much, folks, for that suggestion to compare those two razors. And that's it for this week's refill. Wow, some great, great comments. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, that time of the show. Let's check out some new shaving gear. Viewer Bob LaRoe checked in and he wrote, Mark, I tried Katie's Bubbles from my home state of New Jersey. Plus, I've sailed at Barnegat Bay. Very spicy and the scent lingers. Good slickness also. Thought you'd want to know. Bob, thanks very much for mentioning Katie's Bubbles. A lot of viewers have talked about it. I've never tried it, but a lot of viewers, a lot of wet shavers out there absolutely love Katie's Bubbles. So thank you for confirming the, uh, the, the scent and the slickness and the, that sort of thing. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Want to make everyone aware of it. So thank you for making everyone aware of it. And uh, I'll have a link to Katie's Bubbles. If you're interested in trying another artisan soap maker that maybe has not been discussed on the channel. So thank you very much for this, Bob. Again, I've never tried it. Would love to try it. Probably will try it and review it down the road. Uh, have heard nothing but great things about Katie's Bubbles. And for those of you who might be wondering about Barnegat Bay, uh, Barnegat Bay is a small brackish arm of the Atlantic Ocean, approximately 42 miles long at 68 kilometers, along the coast of Ocean County, New Jersey in the United States. It is separated from the Atlantic by the Long Island Beach State Park, colloquially, colloquially called a barrier island. Uh, so there you go about uh, Barnegat Bay. That's from Wikipedia. I want to credit those folks with that description of it. Barnegat Bay. Bob likes it from his home state of New Jersey. From, from his home state of New Jersey. So thanks again, Bob. Really do appreciate it. This email comes from viewer Victor Pessoa from Brazil. And he was writing in regards to some of the wet shaving gear that he uses in Brazil that are from Brazil. And I thought this was great to showcase some of the products from that part of the world. A lot of viewers want me to talk a little bit more about European shave soaps, that sort of thing. And I'm happy to do it. And uh, Victor uh, is from Brazil and wanted to uh, share some of the uh, shaving uh, products that he uses in Brazil. Uh, it reminded me that a viewer named Miguel Montesino sent this along from uh, South America. Flanio Aftershave. This is a product of Chile. This is wonderful. So yeah, uh, South America offers some really, really terrific products. And here are some things from Brazil. Uh, Victor writes, hello there, Mark. Here I have some Brazilian products. One, two shaving creams from Bazano. One with menthol, the green one, and the other with aloe. Two, a blade that was hidden in my father's things. It's a Gillette Platinum Blue, but made here in Brazil. Very, very good. He only has three left. Uh, my set is an alum liquid and a shaving brush uh, from Plisson. Leactane is what he calls it. He talked about this alum liquid. That's a wonderful product. I'm really, really intrigued by that. Um, Victor, thank you for, for sending along that photograph. Really want to get some more information about that. And I'm sure because we've been talking about alum blocks, that sort of thing, 
Boy, I'm sure that would be of great interest to a lot of viewers here. A liquid alum. That's fantastic. Uh, last but not least, the aftershaving gel from Dr. Jones and Palmandaya, one of my favorite shaving creams here in Brazil. Uh, it has a little bit of menthol and coconut, he writes. Wow, that would be wonderful to try. The Palmandaya. Would love to try that. So uh, something to look for on the world market for wet shaving, some wet shaving products from Brazil. Again, don't forget Flano from Chile. I have yet to find this stateside. Thanks again to Miguel Montesino for sending this along. Again, another wonderful scent. Would love to explore some more products available from the South American area. Uh, Brazil, Chile, Argentina, that sort of thing. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for sending that along, Victor. Really, really do appreciate it. Oh, he also adds, thanks a lot for your attention and interest in these products. Have a nice day. Congratulations for the videos that you make. I'm already a big fan. Well, thank you very much again, Victor. And again, thank you very, very much for sharing the products, the wet shaving products that are available in Brazil. Uh, something else for wet shavers here in the States, Canada, around the world to look for. Thanks again, Victor. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Tim Whitcup sent along this heads up. He said, wow, this is the lowest price I've seen on this razor. Yeah, the Vikings Blade Meiji Adjustable Razor. It's on sale for $46.97. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it that low either. An absolutely fantastic, fantastic razor. Absolutely love this adjustable razor from Vikings Blade. Uh, boy, this is built like a little tank. It looks great. Delivers a wonderful, wonderful shave. Uh, adjustable from one to nine, fluid and continuous adjustment dial there. It just is you know, twist open, just a really, really terrific, terrific razor. Also, I wanted to note this little um, note that they have, note this little note that they have on their product page now. Uh, for Note, for aesthetic reasons, razors made in 2020 had two symmetrical burrs in the head to create a bowing blade appearance. It was sometimes misunderstood, and we have since restored the traditional straight blade look. So just so you know, in case you were wondering about that or were hesitant about buying it because you heard about the bowed blade, they've gone back to a straight blade look. So uh, there it is right there, the uh, Meiji, uh, Emperor Meiji Adjustable Razor from Vikings Blade on sale, $46.97. $46 Hopefully by the time this airs, it will still be on sale. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, so uh, I will provide a link below if you're interested in getting one of these. It really is a wonderful, wonderful razor. It delivers a fantastic shave. And again, love it as one of, uh, one of my favorite adjustable razors from uh, the folks at Vikings Blade. Absolutely fantastic. So thanks to Tim Whitcup for passing that along. The Emperor Meiji adjustable razor from Vikings Blade on sale right now, $46.97. Not sure how long that sale is going to last. If it's still on sale... The day that this airs, uh, I would, and you're interested in one, I would say get up there and get it before that sale disappears. Thanks again, Tim. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Beth Jones checked in and she said, uh, Good Monday morning, Mark. Lots of great tips and new shaving gear. With regard to Cremo, there are two new fragrances for lady wet shavers. Vanilla Orchid and Jasmine Tuberose. I have used both and the fragrances are just wonderful. 
So nice to see more products for we women. Have a nice rest of the week, Mark. Hey, Beth, thank you very much for pointing this out to the lady wet shavers out there. Cremo, two new scents out there. Yeah, they have some great, great products. Uh, a lot of wet shavers use them, uh, use the Cremo products as pre-shave or use it for a quick shave. Very, very, very good products. And yeah, it's nice that they have uh, included uh, lady wet shavers in their line of fragrances that they offer and scents that they offer. So uh, Vanilla Orchid and Jasmine Tuberose, I will link to those below. So thanks very much for that, Beth. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he is informing us about Bare Coconut Lime Moisturizing Shave Oil. And he writes, I bought some of this shave oil at Walmart last weekend. It was a shot in the dark that I thought I'd try. It wasn't until I visited the Tree Hut Shea website that I found out it's a product marketed primarily to women. But I can tell you it works great as a pre-shave. It gives you tremendous glide, much more than with any shaving soap alone. My first two shaves were with mild razors and I think I got near BBS shaves using this. Very smooth and comfortable too. It is originally designed to be used without any shaving cream or soap. It is a replacement for a shaving cream. A little of this as a pre-shave together with a shaving soap lather and wow! It has a nice coconut lime fragrance with a number of moisturizing oils, also shea butters in it. See the ingredient list below. It is a product that is clear in color and rather thick and not runny in consistency. Not oily either. On the website, it says it's available at both Walmart and Ultra Beauty. Hey, thanks very much for that, Rodney. Really do appreciate that. Uh, he also continues here, the product doesn't seem to have any coconut or lime in it except for the strong scent profile, but it does work well, at least for that crucial first pass. If it continues to work well, I may have to start shaving my legs. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It's funny you should mention that though, because when I was in high school, I was not a member of the, of the, of the swim team. Uh, but I knew a lot of guys. I, I've had a lot of friends who were members of the, of the swim team at summer. They were lifeguarding and I would hang out the pool and that sort of thing. And I know that uh, when they were competitively swimming competitively, that they shaved their entire bodies to reduce drag and resistance in the water. They felt that it helped. So when they were competing in swimming, they made sure to shave their entire body uh, in order to, uh, you know, gain a few extra seconds on their times, that sort of thing. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe this product would have helped them back then. Uh, who knows? Thanks very much for that, Rodney. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checks in again regarding Nivea shave sticks. And he writes, hello, Mark. First, I'd like to say that I am no expert at using a shave stick. I have two of them, an Arco and a Latoja. And now, two Nivea shave sticks. Up until now, I have only used the shave stick a few times. But I will say this, the Nivea stick works as well, or I dare say, a bit better than the other two. The Nivea is easy to lather and produces enough lather to do a four plus pass shave. I didn't have to apply any more soap from the stick. I may have used a bit more soap in the face lather than was needed. 
At the time, it didn't seem as though I had applied more than I had seen other wet shavers use. During the first pass, I should have used a bit more water as I had a bit of trouble with the razor clogging up with lather. I'm happy I bought the first Nivea stick and I'm glad I was able to get a second one. I think they work quite well. Rodney. Uh, and he also adds here, here's what I use to perform my shave. Uh, Nivea body shaving stick soap, a progress razor, settings four, three, two, and one, then a BBS shave result. He used an RK chromium blade, zero uses, and no pre-shave. Wow. Well, he was impressed enough to go back and get a second one. And yeah, I think there's probably a little bit of uh, a few more shaves. You'll, you'll have that figured out, that water to soap ratio figured out. But it sounds like it's a fantastic shaving stick. And if you're saying that it works a little bit better than Arco or Lotoha, I have both, Arco and Lotoha. And Arco makes heaps and heaps of lather. It sounds like Nivea. Wow, that sounds absolutely great. I'm going to find a link for it below, folks. I'm going to find a link for it, uh, for it folks, and link it below. Uh, and uh, really, Rodney, thanks very much for the heads up on this. Never knew Nivea made a, a shave stick. Really great to hear. Thank you so much for, uh, for informing us all on this. Really do appreciate it. That's great. Another option in shaving sticks from Nivea. The Nivea, what he calls the Nivea, well, what it's, what it's called, Nivea Body Shaving Stick Soap. So thanks again, Rodney. Really, really do appreciate it. Jim from Northfield checked in with a couple of items. He says, uh, hey, Mark, I thought I would share these photos for your viewers of my latest finds from some antique stores. Vintage Williams Mug Soap. I only paid $2 for the one on the right and $5 for the other. They go from anywhere from $15 to $30 per puck on eBay. Uh, the razors are in great condition. The fat boy, get this, is in mint condition. It doesn't even look like it was used much. The Gillette Super 84 adjustable just happens to be my birth year and a quarter. Uh, just goes to show you, right place, right time, Jim. Wow, those are absolutely wonderful, Jim. I also have an antique uh, or a vintage puck of Williams shave soap that I bought from an antique store. I think I got this for $4, something like that, four and a quarter, something like that. I can't remember. Under $5, I believe. I have yet to use it. Uh, and also, Williams has been discontinued. So what used to be um, a buck or two for a puck like this is now, my gosh, they're going for $10, $15, $20. That's kind of crazy. Uh, and uh, you know what? I've, I'm going to have to start using this again. But uh, again, we've talked about uh, some of the other alternatives out there that are affordable that can be used as a substitute to Williams. Uh, but you know what? If you're going to pay $5, 10 for this one, hey, maybe, you know, get, get one that's vintage because my understanding is this vintage uh, Williams mug puck is better. The formula is better. It's the original formula and it is much, much better. That's what some wet shavers have said. This newer one, you know, the recipe was changed and a lot of wet shavers who were familiar with this one from years ago say that the new one really doesn't stack up. So, you know what? I'll leave it to you. Uh, which one to get if you come across it. But uh, yeah, if you can come across these for a buck or two, snap them up because they're no longer made. And if you can get uh, one of these for a couple of bucks, four bucks like Jim did, yeah, it's worth uh, it's worth investigating. It's worth trying out to see what what all the, uh, what the romance with this soap was uh, years ago because they, 
wet shavers do who have used this years and years ago say this was a really wonderful, wonderful shaving soap. So thanks very much for that, Jim. Really do appreciate it. He also adds, oh, I almost forgot to mention, Dollar Tree has these new pegboard shelves. They are perfect for storage of your soap, aftershaves, razors, blades, etc. Plus, you can adjust the shelves at any time to accommodate your gear. You get two boards for $1.25 and one shelf for the same. I thought you could pass this along to use in your new wet shaving gear segment. Thanks, Jim. Well, I just pass it along, Jim. Thanks very much for including that little bit of info of the Dollar Tree shelves. Really, really do appreciate it. And thanks for uh, the look at some really, really great vintage finds at uh, antique stores. Yeah, folks, they're out there. Right place, right time. Jim's absolutely correct on that. You never know what you're going to find. When you walk into an antique store, you know, look around. You might find a terrific, terrific razor or a shave soap or something else that will just be in wonderful condition at a really, really attractive price. Thanks again, Jim. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Jamie Horn had been uh, sending me some information regarding a new razor from Parker, the 78R. And he wrote, hey, that new Parker 78R graphite is a grand shave. Wow. I expected no less from Parker. Yeah, looks like this is a brand new razor from Parker. I'll link it to Amazon where you can get it. Less than $30, less than $20, less than $27, really. And uh, comes in a graphite fish finish and a couple of other finishes. Looks really, really neat. The handle and the razor head design are unlike anything I've seen in a Parker razor, but it looks really, really neat. And Jamie has reported that it has just given him a wonderful, wonderful shave. So if you're interested in acquiring a new Parker razor, the 78R, from what I can see, is a new offering from them. So uh, I'll link to it. Give it a look. It comes in a graphite finish and also a couple of other finishes. So uh, really, really nice price point. It's a Parker razor. I really like the Parker razors. I think they deliver some really, really great shaves. We mentioned the Parker Semi-Slant earlier in the show, another great razor. Uh, but the handle on the 78R is unlike anything I've seen offered in a Parker razor. So that's what's really intriguing. And again, it looks very, very different for a Parker razor, but delivering a great shave. Hey, Jamie, thanks for the heads up on the Parker 78R. Really, really do appreciate it. And that's it for another new wet shaving gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. This comment comes from viewer Make Up Your Mindinator. Uh, and Make Up Your Mindinator writes, I watch a couple of shaving YouTubers and it's interesting to see everybody's different technique and style of shaving. Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, I have learned a lot since starting this traditional wet shave journey. I've learned a lot from the audience, from viewers, from fellow wet shavers. Really, I think my technique has changed, evolved, improved, that sort of thing. And uh, the other thing that I noticed that is really, really interesting is how a lot of wet shavers use uh, the shaving brush. Some use the shaving brush in a, in a, in a variety of ways. Uh, some uh, really are, are, have a lot of, uh, some wet shavers have a, offer a lot of finesse with it. They're able just to, 
you know, they'll whip, a, they'll whip up a lather in a bowl and they'll just be able to paint on the lather in, in a really, really precise fashion. Uh, with me, uh, <laughs> I tend to over lather over the ears, onto the lobes, that sort of thing. Some wet shavers are just able to just to paint it, get a really nice line here. And then after they get the lather, they, they make a nice straight line here with their finger, just a nice straight edge. Have you noticed that? That is really interesting to me as well. Not only has the, do they have different techniques with the razor, but they also have different techniques with uh, the shaving brush. Uh, whether they uh, face lather or uh, they bowl lather, I've always found that interesting. And oh, by the way, this is the Simpson T3 Trafalgar synthetic shaving brush with the ebony handle. Uh, from Mark Bagwell. Thank you again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Another great, great brush uh, for face lathering, for bowl lathering, uh, but it makes heaps of lather. And if you've seen me use it, yeah, I tend to, <laughs> I tend to over lather quite a bit. But yes, uh, I think uh, it's quite interesting to see some of the YouTubers out there to watch their technique, to watch how they shave, a lot of them have mapped their beard so that uh, they might start in, uh, when they shave, they might start in uh, shaving their neck first, which is actually, you know, they're doing this, which is actually a with the grain pass. Uh, so that's really interesting to see. Uh, I really, really do enjoy watching the technique of other wet shavers out there. Uh, it, it is fascinating, and you learn quite a bit from watching other wet shavers, watching their technique, how they lather, how they use the safety razor. Uh, really, really very, very fascinating. So I agree, make up your minonator. Uh, it really is fascinating. And again, I can't thank the viewers enough for all your help, for all your suggestions, for all your recommendations, for all your tips and tricks. It has helped my technique enormously. Uh, and uh, I think the next thing I'm gonna work on really is improving my lathering technique and painting it on. One other thing I wanted to mention about the brush, I know that there are some wet shavers when they actually use the uh, shaving brush, rather than holding it down here, they hold it up here like this and they, they get really, really precise with that knot. Uh, I have yet to try that, but I think your comment has really inspired me to perhaps start allowing my lathering technique to evolve, to evolve a little more. And maybe I won't be uh, <laughs> over lathering my ears as much. I don't know. Do you do that? Do you, do you, uh, are you very, very precise with your lathering? Uh, or are you like me where you get it everywhere over there and just, you know, then you'll just rinse it off later. That's kind of what I do. But uh, great comment, a great observation. Uh, make up your minonator. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, this comment comes from a viewer with screen name Kulala Simba, uh, and his name is actually Wojtek. Uh, and uh, he writes, hello, I'm a beginner to wet shaving and I learn a lot from your videos. Well, thank you very much, I appreciate that. I'm at the stage of gathering the necessary things and my question will be about these porcelain crucibles in which you present your favorite soaps. I mean, Mitchell's and Tabak. Could you please write me what these dishes look like inside after taking out their soap inserts. Do they have any elements to facilitate the production of foam or are they completely smooth inside? Best regards, 
Well, it's W-O-J-T-E-K. And he says, this is a Polish first name and reads Wojtek. So uh, thanks very much for that, Wojtek. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Mitchell's and Tombach both are smooth on the inside. Okay, I'll show you Mitchell's right here. I'll pop that out. It's smooth on the inside. There are no ridges or anything like that. You're just putting the, the, the puck in there, uh, you know, making sure it's got enough moisture there, and then just loading the brush right there. What I do is I load the brush right there, and then I build a face lather with my brush right from, right from the puck. Uh, there is nothing there to facilitate the building of a lather. There's, it's completely smooth inside. And the same with uh, Tabak, uh, completely smooth on the inside. Uh, and I can't get that out because it's set in there pretty good. But uh, what I do is with Tabak is I add uh, hot water and then I kind of let it set up a little bit, you know, and I'm going through my pre-shave stage and that sort of thing. And then I'll dump that out and then I'll get my, my damp brush and then I'll just start loading up, loading up, loading up. And I wait till a lather starts building in there. Love this scent. Still wait till a lather starts building in there and then I'll start doing a face lather. Or if there's enough lather in there, I'll paint it on. Usually I'm face lathering. So there's really nothing there to help build a lather other than the soap itself. And you don't really have to limit yourself to Tabak. Uh, heck, I uh, just recently reviewed uh, a Bay Rum Soap from a local soap company called Basic Soap Company. And this was also a local artisan that offered this uh, shaving uh, bowl, this uh, ceramic shaving bowl. I just put it in there like that. And uh, this was fairly smooth on the inside here. There might have been a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of a, Maybe a little slight, little bit of roughness there, perhaps. But for the most part, it's smooth. But it was really mostly the soap that I was loading. Uh, here's something else that, that, uh, that you can use right here. I've got this um, particular mug right here. And, uh, you know, just this is nice and smooth on the inside. And you can just drop a puck in there. This is a um, goat's mill shave soap. Also a local artisan that I've been meaning to uh, review. I got to do that. But anyhow, the point is, is that this is smooth in there. You can just drop that in there and then go about building your lather there. You don't have to have uh, anything to build a resistance. I think what we're talking about here is a difference between bowl lathering and just, you know, face lathering. So that's how I face lather. If something is in a mug like this, I just load my brush like this until it starts getting nice and creamy on top of that soap puck. And then I start just lathering on my face. Uh, so yeah, if, that's kind of what uh, I'm looking at. Also, if you want to, you don't really have to get something with, you know, a ceramic bowl or anything like that. Just take it right out of the shave soap itself, which is why I like uh, a lot of these artisan soaps from um, Phoenix Shaving, Sterling, Spearhead, uh, Sudsy Soapery, a lot of these guys. Uh, a, a lot of them I will just, you know... Uh, just put some hot water on there and just start building a lather. Just start loading the brush rather right here and building a little bit of lather and then doing a face lather. So, you know, there's that option there too. So it's all what you want. Uh, or you can do the classic way of, of, uh, of doing it. Uh, classic lathering is what I call it. Uh, you could just load your brush like this and then go to a lathering bowl that has a little bit of resistance to it, has some ridges, has... Some something there, some something there to, to to create a little more resistance, and then actually, you know, take the soap that's been loaded on the brush and build it right in the lathering bowl, a lathering bowl that has some bumps, some ridges, that sort of thing on the inside, 
to really help generate that lather. And then once that lather is generated, you know, you can uh, paint it on. Starry Night Lathering Bowl that was uh, sent uh, by Beth Jones, very generously sent by Beth Jones. That's been a wonderful, wonderful lathering bowl because of all those bumps on the inside. Does a wonderful, wonderful job of uh, building a lather. So yeah, uh, but you don't, you know, these are smooth, and you're really actually what you're doing is just loading the soap to the brush, loading the loading the brush with the soap, and then maybe doing a face lather or just loading it. You know, getting it working up so much that it actually builds a lather right there from the soap. Tabak is wonderful. This is the original formula. This is not the reworked vegan formula. This is the tallow-based formula. It's fantastic. I can't speak to the new vegan formula. I have not tried it. Uh, Mitchell's Wool Fat. Where did I set that one? Where did I put that? Ah, here it is right here. <laughs> Mitchell's Wool Fat. This is a little more temperamental in building a lather. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, a lot of wet shavers have this love-hate relationship with Mitchell's wool fat. They love it, but you know, but you really have to uh, really kind of uh, finesse it a little bit in order to get that lather. Uh, Tabak, in my opinion, is much easier for a beginner to build a lather with, as is any of these other uh, artisan soaps. CK6, absolutely fantastic, uh, wonderful lather uh, for a beginner wet shaver. Just it just explodes off the brush. Really, really terrific stuff. Or any of the other artisans that I've mentioned uh, on the channel. They all build fantastic, fantastic lathers. So I hope that helps uh, Wojtek. Um, you know, they're smooth on the inside, but uh, the way the uh, the way the Tabak is, you really don't need, the original formula, you really don't need any resistance. That soap just makes a great lather. For me, when I came back to the traditional watch shape, Tabak was an absolute game changer for me. This really took my wet shave to the next level. Uh, that's why I like it so much because it just was boom, lather right off the bat. It was fantastic. Absolutely love, love Tabak, the original towel-based formula, uh, mind you. So if you can find the original towel-based Tabak formula in your neck of the woods there in Poland, grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. And, and use it, you will be rewarded with some really, really nice lathers. Believe me, love, love Tabak. I hope that helps, Wojtek. Thanks very much for the, uh, for the comment and the question. Really do appreciate it. Viewer William Meredith checked in with this comment, and this is something we've been talking about. Hello, Mark. I found a standard rubber stamp stand. It was just sitting on a shelf in an office at my job. I must have passed it a hundred times and never noticed it. The young lady in the office thought I was joking when I asked if I could have it. She had no idea what it was. I took it home and being a curious George, guess my age, I thought I might see if my razors would fit it as well. And yes, they did. So now I have a three razor, three brush stand. Wow, <laughs> that's fantastic, William, of course. This is something that was offered to us originally by viewer Jimmy V Photography. He found an old rubber stamp stand and modified it a little bit to hold his shaving brushes because he couldn't really find uh, a stand to accommodate the different size handles of all his shaving brushes. And, that, and this rubber stamp stand did that. Well, William found one, and not only does it hold his shaving brushes, it also holds his razors. Wow, 
That is absolutely fantastic. And it also goes back to how we've been talking about repurposing some things that we have around the house and uh, repurposing it and adapting it to the traditional wet shave. And this rubber stamp stand is an absolute wonderful, wonderful tip. Again, Jimmy V Photography, kudos to you for it. William, thanks very much for informing us that razors work on it as well. So uh, thanks again, William, and thanks again, Jimmy V. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the great artisan soap makers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen. They offer some great artisan shave soap and also offer some great, great shaving gear. So please give them a look. Also, visit my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash marks where you'll find all the products I review in this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.